Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. This has been the summer of the rope rescue. Uh, well, you know, we've been covering stories like that. Now, if a lot of the focus, of course, uh, has been on, on what's been going on at Albion Falls, but uh, let's remind ourselves that uh, there have been some concerns raised in uh, other areas, too, especially around Webster's and Tews Falls. Uh, and uh, most of these has fallen on the lap of the uh, the councillor for the area for Ward 14. That's Robert Pursuta, uh, who joins us here in the Bill Kelly Show to talk about, uh, well, the latest problem that we'll get to in a second and some of the other ones, too. Rob, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Good morning, Bill. Now, I might not sound like myself. I've got whatever's going around, the sore throat and the coughing, so... It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's out there. I got that. Well, we'll uh, just keep you for a few seconds here and bring you up to speed on this. Uh, uh, one of the great things about living in this area, of course, is we are the city of waterfalls. We have more waterfalls within the city limits than any other city in the world. We should be proud of that. But uh, we've got some people that don't seem to appreciate this and don't seem to respect some of the property. Now, this is not a new issue for you because you've had parking problems and trespassing problems that you've had to deal with. But talk to us about this latest problem involving this path. Well, the, the path, it's, it's not a Bruce Trail. It's a trail between a trail on its own between Webster and Two Falls. And uh, there was people encroaching on the landowners at the end of uh, Falls View. And that's where the trail went through and coming up to their house and that. And there was back and forth that uh, we had worked with the, with the uh, landowners as the conservation, I'm saying, because I'm on the chair of the Conservation Authority, too, yeah. uh, wearing two hats here. Worked back and forth, but it's, uh, it's understandable what's happening there. Um, and it's unfortunate that social media kind of brings the people to see what we have, the, the great uh, jewels we have out there. So what's gone through, they're trying to work back and forth, the conservation staff, with the residents uh, to get a trail established again. It was closed off in September of 2016. And Let me, let me ask you just on that point, who closed it off? Well, there's conflicting reports, but uh, the landowners are the ones that closed it off. Okay. They fenced it off. They closed it off. Not the Conservation Authority. So there seems to be two or three sides to the story that's going around. Um, so it was closed off, and then the people who would go to either Webster Two Falls, you had to walk along Harvest Road, Short Road, and then Falls View. And uh, they're very narrow roads, Short Road and Harvest Road. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, very narrow roads, and in some places it's tight. It's very tight to get one, one and a half cars through. So it's fairly dangerous. No sidewalks. There never will be sidewalks there because nobody's going to be putting them in. There's just no way. So there's rumors that we're going to, the city's going to expropriate land for sidewalks. That's not going to happen. Um, so it's the amount of people that's walking the dangerous roads and the linkage there back and forth. I, the lawyers negotiate. I can't say too much, and I don't know too much. It's left in the lawyers' hands between the residents there and the conservation lawyers, their expropriation lawyers, and they're working working on some type of agreement. Hopefully they can come up with something. We don't know what it's going to be. Uh, we may have an update in camera again the, this Thursday night at the board meeting. All right. And, and here's just so we understand where, where both sides are coming from right now. You've mm -hmm. got the quote-unquote public that are saying, look, at you know these are public waterfalls. We want to enjoy the waterfalls. But, uh, there's one right close to the other one there, and there's, yeah. there is a path that's been going there. Now, then you've got the residents, and this is private property. I mean, it's essential that other people understand what's going on here. Uh, the point, the the, the 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 traveling from point A to point B, is through private property. It's not publicly owned land at this stage. Now, this has been going on for years. Uh, what about the people that have owned these places, Rob? I mean, have have they been complaining about this before? Because clearly, they seem to to allow this. And maybe that's too strong a word. I'm going to talk to it to Mr. Osborne in a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. But they seem to have allowed this for years. Was there a breaking point for them? 
far, far as I know, over all the years, it was allowed to come through the private properties. Uh, the two fellows that bought 31 Falls View and, and rebuilt it and made it, it's really, you can actually find it on the website, it's out there, their house. It's really a really nice house, open windows and everything, and it's a draw to the people who are walking on the, on the trail. And for some reason, they have to come up to the house and look in, and um, I, there was talk of the people who actually came into the house, had to get security to get them out. The house is a draw for some reason for people, and that's part of the problem too. And, and, and it's a beautiful house, no, don't get me wrong here, did a good job. But previous to that, the trail was there, and there was, in my time on the conservation, I never heard of any problems. So, but somebody obviously fenced this thing off, and, and now people are upset about this. Uh, lawyers are involved in this. Now, the story that we have heard, and, and you can confirm this or deny it, uh, mm-hmm. or, or give it the, the thumbs down, is, yeah. is that they are going to buy this. They're going to expropriate this land from these private these, these citizens and simply say, we're going to make a path here, and you guys are going to have to live with that. Is, is that what your understanding is? Well, that's the, the conservation is moving forward to expropriate the parcel, and it's 387 square feet at the uh, bottom southeast corner of their lot to get what the size of two-and-a-half-car parking spaces. But the fact is it's, it's in front of their house. That's what the issue is for, uh, for the residents there. But the expropriation at this point in time has been filed. The paperwork has been filed, and the lawyers are now talking about it. And that's is that on the table, or has that already been decided? I mean, you you do sit on the conservation authority as well, as you mentioned, the city council. So, so, so saying? yeah, yeah, it was officially in the put in the newspapers as a spectator. They got a, a registered letter, so it's in process. And in what? The- and okay, so. You, <laughs> Like I say, you're wearing two hats here, but as a member of the Conservation Authority, you may think that's a good idea. As a city councilor representing uh, the area around Greensville, including those houses, uh, what's your read on that? Because I'm sure you're going to get some pushback on this. Well, I'm getting pushback on it. You know, I I support my residents, and I'm hoping that the board made a decision to, uh, in camera, to go ahead and expropriate, and I'm hoping come to some resolution. I am working with uh, the conservation staff will be brought back up at the board meeting, but we got to wait and see what the lawyers have discussed first, Bill. I can't say much more than that, and I don't know what they've been discussing. Is this a problem that ebbs and flows? I mean, we are heading into the winter season right now. Are there still people that uh, that visit the falls on a regular basis, even during the colder months? Yeah, they still come out and go hiking and walking through there. It's, it's beautiful in the winter, too. The, the falls and when the ice over, it is beautiful. So this is, uh, this is a problem that's not going to go away. No, it's not going to go away. More and more people come down there. We have the parking issues, which we've kind of uh, worked out with the shuttle. The shuttle, even though some people didn't think it was going to work too good, it uh, worked pretty good this year. Uh, we didn't have as much issues with parking in uh, Greensville and blocking off streets. So uh, the board's going to be reviewing the uh, shuttle service through the winter and uh, see how well it worked, what how, what didn't work, and uh, come up maybe with some new plans for next year. But the the shuttle will continue. Is this being characterized as a, as a as a convenience issue for the uh, for the tourists or for those that want to go between the, the two waterfalls, Robert? Or is it is this in your mind a, a public safety issue because of the the narrow roads and the possibility of somebody getting hurt? Bill, I think it's a combination of both. But the, the public safety is the major one. But it's also not only the visitors' public safety, but the the residents there too. And um, yeah, people, it's, it's a link to save them walking around. But they can walk, but. I don't know. There's a couple options they can be looking at the lawyers. Uh, I'm not at liberty to discuss those. But there have been discussions about alternatives. Yes, there has been. 
Uh, interesting that the, the Conservation Authority has adopted this one instead. Uh, Robert, I know you've got to get back. I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for this. Certainly we'll follow up on this after the meeting on Thursday. Hopefully we can talk again, and hopefully your voice will be a little better. Okay. All right, Bill. Thank you very much. Uh, Robert Pursuit, of course, the uh, counselor for Ward 14 uh, out around the Greensville area. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.